Welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show, where wealth includes much more than just money. It includes family, fitness, romance, and all the other parts of a balanced life. Listen and learn how 70% of the millionaires in America made their money using real estate. Now your host, real estate investor and consultant, Steve Davis. Hello and welcome to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where as always, we're here together working to improve our financial IQ. Total Wealth Academy is an education and mentoring program. What we do is we take people by the hand with coaches, consultants, and walk them through the real estate investing process. Everything from single family homes to little apartment complexes to big 500 unit apartment complexes. Uh, self-storage, senior living. One of our members is even doing these big fancy uh, car washes. It's, uh, the numbers are, according to him, pretty darn good. Um, so you may see us doing that in the future. But we teach people how to build a second stream of income. This is at the advice of Warren Buffett. Warren Buffett stated, never rely on a single source of income, like a job, Always invest to create a second source of income. That way, when you lose your job, when you get a pay cut, when you get downsized, you don't care. You have a second stream of income that comes in either way. This reduces your risk dramatically in today's environment. I want to start the show today talking about something that's going to seem, if you're a new listener, this may seem odd that we're going to talk about romance for a few minutes, but... If you look at our logo, it's an elephant, which represents family, uh, perseverance, discipline, power, strength. Behind the elephant are eight rays of sunlight. Each of those rays of sunlight represents a different part of a balanced life, family, fitness, romance, travel and entertainment, personal growth, and so on. And so at Total Wealth Academy, we actually have classes and we discuss all eight parts of a balanced life because there's a lot of clubs out there that that's all they focus on, money, 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 money. And they give you the impression that if you have enough money, all your problems go away. All the other parts of a balanced life will align. They will not. Having money, i got to be careful how I say this, so bear with me if this takes a few sentences, solves a lot of problems, but it also creates a lot of problems, challenges, whatever you want to call them. So let's say you have 20 problems when you're broke, and you get a bunch of money, and you solve those 20 problems. Well, guess what? you got 20 new problems, 20 new challenges, 20 new challenges that you can face. So it doesn't solve all your problems. But if you make a lot of money and you lose connection with your spouse, your romance dies, you lose connection with your children, you end up 50 pounds overweight, you're, who cares if you got a lot of money? It, who cares? You let your health go, you let your kids go, you let your spouse go. Listen, 
It is easy as pie to become a millionaire. Easy as pie. Just sacrifice your the other parts of a balanced life. I know a guy who's got $100 million in the bank, but the rest of his life is a complete shambles. In the horrible story, I guess it's been a year or two ago, guy blows his head off with $815 million in the bank. So do not think that money alone is what is going to solve all your problems, make your life perfect and all this. It's a combination of all the parts of a balanced life. So I want to talk a little bit about romance because a gentleman taught me a lesson the other day that just blew my mind. I'm changing all the numbers. I'm not giving out the name for his, for, for his privacy. But he lost his wife, we'll say three months ago lost his wife and he sat with me and he said this I never knew all of the things that she did for me when she was alive never knew that's called taking your spouse for granted and I bet you money that 80 or 90 percent of us do it I know I do it after that meeting with him, I started watching everything that my wife did, does. It is unbelievable what she does for me and our family. She, she runs the garden. She runs the lawn. She runs the pool. She does the laundry. She cooks most nights. She does the dishes most nights. Um... And gets romantic with me. And all of these things, they're incredible. When you look from the outside, you would notice it. Whereas from the inside, I don't know what causes it, stupidity, um, laziness. I, I didn't notice it. I took it for granted. So one of the things that people need to understand is that romance is not taking your wife to France for a month. That is romantic. But how often do you do that? What about the rest of the year? What's romantic the rest of the year? I'll tell you what's romantic. Do the dishes. And I'm talking specifically to heterosexual men. Um, I don't know, maybe gay men, it's the same thing. I don't know. Um, but whatever the role is, don't take them for granted. Because when they're gone, you're going to realize what they did for you that you took for granted. And you're going to live with a little painful thing called regret. This is an example of what men think. That their wife is going to go work from 9 to 5, come home at 6, take care of the kids, cook dinner, do the dishes, do the laundry, and then 
jump in the bedroom, put on a sexy outfit, and come out and make love to you. It ain't going to happen. It, it doesn't work. Where is her time to regroup? Where's her time for herself? Where's her time to even feel sexy when she's doing all that stuff for you? This is why I say, do the dishes. Take the garbage. Cook three or four nights a week. Take that stuff off of her. Then she can feel sexy. Then she can feel appreciated. Then, I'm telling you, you're, once I learned this, and I, I picked this up from a book, which I'll share with you in the next segment. Once you start doing all that stuff, your romantic life is going to go through the roof. You've got to give them time and take those responsibilities off of her back. Um, this is the Total Wealth Academy radio show. We'll talk more after the break. Thanks for listening. If you have money in an IRA, 401k, or other retirement account, you can use it to invest passively in real estate without tax or penalty. Our average rate of return is three times that of the stock market and mutual funds with much less volatility. If you have over $70,000, you can start passive investing today. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That's TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I'm your host, Steve Davis, where we're kind of, not kind of, we're in a discussion about romance, what it is, what it isn't, and how important it really is uh, as part of a balanced life. Uh, We were talking about, really, the book that I promised you is called The Five Love Languages, Five Love Languages, and it's by Gary Chapman, and it is really excellent. If you get it and use it, um, and what I mean by that is you don't read it and then put it down and forget about it. You read it, try it, go back to the book, read it again, try it again until it works. So many people read books, and they just set them down and go, well, that didn't work. It's like, that's, that's not how it works. When you buy a book and you read it, you need to stay in that book for a couple of months. I know this is contrary to what people say. You need to read 50 books a year. I don't, I'm not a fan of that. I think you need to pick a book and really master it before you move on to the next one. Uh, but this book is just phenomenal when it comes to building, I'm going to call it, Nah, I better just call it trust. Um, Building trust between you and your sexual partner. And the five love languages are acts of service. Um, Oh, it just disappeared. There it is. Words of affirmation. This would be telling your wife they're beautiful, smart, sexy, fun then you've got quality time that's when you 
make an extra effort to spend time with them. I'll give you an example. One time I set a lunch date with my wife and I pulled out my computer, went into Outlook and put her name in Outlook and she saw it. I don't know why, but that really meant something to her, that I was deliberately making time for her. Um, Acts of service, we talked about that. Uh, Doing the laundry, taking the garbage, mowing the lawn, anything that you can get off her plate, get it off her plate so that she can feel romantic, she can feel sexy, she can feel um, gifts. And that one seems to work on most people, but I'll give you an example of when it doesn't. And then, of course, physical touch. Physical touch. um, And Chapman's point is that the five love languages don't work on everyone. And so let's talk about the gifts. I was with a girl that I would bring her gifts. And that was my strategy. You know, I wanted her to know I cared about her, so I would bring her gifts. Meant nothing to her. Found out why. Her last boyfriend had used that strategy too. He bought her gifts all the time. Then she caught him cheating. So do gifts mean anything to her? No. Gifts don't mean anything. He gave me a bunch of gifts, and he still cheated on me. So I gave her a bunch of gifts. She's going, he could still cheat on me. So if they've got a bad taste in their mouth from prior experiences, some of these love languages won't work. But one of them, out of the five, almost always will. For my wife, it was, as I mentioned, acts of service. When I would compliment her, tell her she's beautiful, tell her she's sexy, tell her I love her, tell her she's so important to me, I thought that would be it. Didn't do much for her. But when I started brushing her hair, rubbing her back, which you can call that physical touch, but it also falls into the acts of service, um, doing the dishes, cooking three or four times a week, boy, did she open up. And the wonderful thing that happens is when you figure out what your spouse's love language is, the other four start working as well. And the reason is they begin to trust you. You can say, well, I've been with my wife for 20 years. I know she trusts me. I think you're making a mistake assuming that. I think that trust has to be won on a daily or weekly basis. And if you build that trust, then gifts work. Words of affirmation work. Everything works. And then due to the law of reciprocity, in other words, if you give somebody something, they generally have a tendency to give you back plus 5 or 10%, the law of reciprocity. All of a sudden, our love life went through the roof. 
I'm like, what in the world changed? Because I really didn't understand what I was doing. I had read the book, but it then it dawned on me. Acts of service. So I used that technique, made sure that I was doing those things. I still do those things because that's still very important to her. But the others started working too, such as gifts. Um, so I highly recommend the book. It is the five love languages by Gary Chapman and you can find the audio and the book of course at amazon.com and then the audio is at audible.com which is of course owned by amazon.com um, just phenomenal and the uh, audio is a lot of fun to listen to a lot of fun he's a good exciting reader I don't know if you've ever listened to audiobooks where the person just kind of mouths the words. He doesn't. He is excited about the material, knows it works, and it's a really good good thing to listen to. So to recap the discussion, the first thing is to realize that almost everybody is taking their spouse for granted in one way or another and if anything ever happens to your spouse you know sadly when something happens to your spouse you're gonna live with tremendous regret if you don't nip that in the bud now solve it and eliminate it then the second takeaway from these from this discussion is read that book um, it is life-changing if you read it, study it, memorize it, and execute the material in the book. It is the five love la the five love languages by Gary Chapman, Amazon.com. So check that out. Okay, the next thing that I want to do is make a transition into some real estate education. Last night we did a huge discussion at our spotlight night on internal rate of return and Dan Marklin taught it he's a member here at Total Wealth Academy brilliant guy really great explanation several of you have emailed me about internal rate of return and I'm gonna tell you how I do it I do it differently than any website you go to where they show you the formula for internal rate of return. But internal rate of return gives you your rate of return over a long period of time. You know how most rates of return are just a year? They'll say, look, over the last 75 years, the stock market has averaged 7% a year. Well, internal rate of return is going to tell you if you hold it for five years or ten or whatever number you're using what will your rate of return be so when you do an internal rate of return the way that I do it in real estate is I don't take into account inflation 
I just simply do it based off of the real numbers. The reason I don't put inflation in there is because I can't predict it. I'd have to guess. Now, some of you are going to get irritated with me because I do guess at the appreciation. But we've known since 1776 that real estate doubles in value every 20 years. That's since 1776. So that's about 3% a year compounded. At 3% a year compounded, at the end of 20 years, you'll double the value of your property. So I use 3%. So in an internal rate of return on a single family house, what you have to do is look at the cash flow, the equity capture, the principal pay down, and the appreciation. Those four things are the four ways that your single family house makes you money. Remember, if you're a speculator, stocks, gold, silver, crypto, you only make one money one way, appreciation. And if it depreciates, you lose money. Where with real estate, if it goes up in value, we make money. If it goes down in value, it has little to no effect. And I'll explain why when we come back from the break here on the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Thanks for listening. The stock market was never designed to build wealth. It was designed to keep up with inflation. The average rate of return over the last 75 years is about 7%. You'll get that even with the ups and downs. If you want a higher rate of return and less volatility, consider real estate. We make about three times as much as the stock market. Please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. That is TotalWealthAcademy.com for reservations. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis, where we're talking about the way that I do internal rate of return. It's not perfect. It doesn't include uh, inflation, but I, I, I don't, I'm, I'm going to irritate somebody. I don't care about the way they do IRR. I don't care about inflation. It's like, I just want to know how much money I'm making. I'll deal with inflation on my own. Um, so what I do is I just add up the cash flow. Let's say we're going to hold the house for five years. And our cash flow is 500 a month. Our equity capture was $30,000. Our principal pay down is about 2000 a year. And our appreciation is about 6000 So when you add those together, the way you do it, remember, equity capture, that's only one time. But the $500 a month, you've got to multiply by 60 months. So $6,000 a year times five years. That's $30,000 cash flow over the five-year period. 
Then you add your equity capture, $30,000. Then you add your principal pay down, which we figured was about 2000 a year, which is $10,000. And then we add the appreciation, which is 36000 a year or $30,000. So $30,000 plus $30,000 plus $10,000 plus $30,000 happens to come up to $100,000 profit over the five years. And yes, that is right. You're going to make about $100,000 off of every little single family home you buy over a five-year period. Then you divide that by the five years, which is going to leave you the number $20,000 a year. Then you divide that by your total out-of-pocket. Now, the total out-of-pocket on a single-family deal is going to be somewhere between twenty-five and $35,000. let us just say 30000 So we divide $30,000 by the 20... Ooh, no, we divide the $20,000, which is the profit every year, divided by the $30,000 you have in it, and that's going to give you about a 67% rate of return internal. Internal rate of return, about 67%. So let me go through that one more time because I goofed that up in a couple of spots. The cash flow, $500 a month times five years is $30,000. Your equity capture was $30,000. Your principal paydown was 2000 a year times five years, or $10,000. Your appreciation is 6000 a year times five, or $30,000. When you add your cash flow, your equity capture, your principal paydown, and your appreciation together over the five years, that's $100,000. To figure out your annual rate of return, you would divide the $100,000 by five years, and that's going to give you $20,000 a year. To come up with the IRR, just divide the $20,000 by your total out-of-pocket, $30,000, and that leaves you a 67% rate of return on your money. And that's the simplest way to do internal rate of return and it's the only way that I do it I don't go if you see these formulas um, they've got some total in there they've got T to the one and R to the third and I'll, it just gets insane how complex these internal rate of return uh, formulas are I've never used that I don't care and I know some people are your analytical, some of your analytical, um, and you have to do it the exact right way. No problem with that. If you're that type person, do it that way. But you're going to find that the number's pretty darn close to the way that I just did it. Only my way is incredibly simpler than what you'll find just Googling internal rate of return. If you look at the deals that we're doing, even our multifamily deals, our self-storage deals, our senior living deals, they're 20 to 27% annual internal rate of return. 
So what you want to do is go, okay, where's my money at? Are you getting a 20, 27% rate of return? If you're not, you might want to consider joining Total Wealth Academy and becoming a passive investor over here. So there's internal rate of return. And again, on single family, where you're managing it, you're doing all the work, you get about a 67% rate of return. If you're a passive investor, you're probably going to get 20, 27% rate of return. But you don't do any work whatsoever as a passive investor compared to running, say, 20 rent houses. All right, is it, if anybody has any questions about internal rate of return, please feel free to call or email me. It is My email is steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Or call 281-558-5738. Right now, because we are literally coming up on the end of this segment and headed into the final segment of today's show. So if you want to get your question answered live on the show, please give me a call, 281-558-5738. That's 281-558-KSEV. All right, let's go to, I've got a couple of emails. These are actually that I'm answering are old emails. I've already emailed the answers to these people, but these keep coming up. It's the Mr. Breaking News. Sales pitch, sales pitch. <laughs> Sorry, I thought that was a question. Let me see if I can find a question here. Oh, Kenneth. There it is. All right, sorry about that. Kenneth is asking. He's sitting there with... 200, 150, that's 350, and around 400. So around $750,000 spread among IRAs, 401ks, and so on. And his question is, can he use that money to invest passively? The answer, Kenneth, is yes. Every one of our sponsors allows people to invest in their deals with their IRAs and 401ks. No problem. It's called a self-directed IRA or a 401 trust or a solo K. The 401 trust and solo K, same thing, just two different words for the same thing. But those are self-directed as well. Now, Kenneth, that $400,000 you have is... Um, with your present employer to get access to that what you're going to do is you're going to quadro that to your wife you're going to give that 401k to your wife this is a community property state so you are allowed to do that it costs about three grand to do it takes about a month or two but when you quadro or give your 401k to your spouse, they then control it and you can use it to invest passively in real estate. Why is this important? Because if you go to your job and go to your administrator and go, yeah, I want to invest my 401k in real estate, guess what they're going to tell you? 
Nope. Now they're going to say this though. You can invest in anything you want as long as it's one of these six things. Things that they get paid on. It's that simple. So you've got to get control of that 401k. Now, Kenneth, when you've got $750,000, and let's say you passively invest 600 of it, you're going to be making about $120,000 a year, which is more than you're making at your job. So you would be able to quit your job, which is, of course, your final question, uh, if that's what you want to do. Okay. All right. We'll be back after the break with more of your questions. Email me. It's steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com or call 281-558-5738. Thanks for listening. There's an old joke. When is the best time to buy real estate? 20 years ago. When is the second best time? Today. And this is truer than ever with the impending recession and the correction that's going on right now. Real estate investors are going to make millions of dollars in the next few years because of the recession. You should take advantage of it as well. To find out how, please attend our free sample class to learn more. Go to TotalWealthAcademy.com. TotalWealthAcademy.com. Just click on the free sample class button. Thank you. Welcome back to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. I am your host, Steve Davis. We are in the final segment of today's show, so if you've got a question for me, it's important for you to call in the next two minutes or so so that we have time to answer it. It's 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at totalwealthacademy.com. Now, this is an email from Chelsea. Chelsea just bought her first rent property, but has no idea how to do evictions. Um, we do have classes on that. I explain that in our Saturday class. But there's a little tip that I can give you that will assist you. Chelsea, every time you buy a rent property in a new jurisdiction, you want to find out who the judge is for that jurisdiction and you immediately you don't wait until you have a eviction imminent you do it the minute you buy a property the moment you buy a property reach out to that judge and ask them about their eviction process now I know what some of you are saying well this is Texas I mean the laws are the same so everybody should do it the same way that is the way it's supposed to be, but I'm telling you, it doesn't work that way. Every judge has something a little different that they like done to help them complete an eviction. Sometimes it's just a little form you fill out, but go ahead and reach out to the judge. Get their eviction process, which again is going to be about the same for everybody, but they may have, like I said, a one-page additional document they want filled out. Then, Chelsea, just make sure that you have filled out your lease correctly. Now, my concern, Chelsea, you've admitted you haven't taken any classes on this, 
so you're kind of trial and erroring it. That is a risky, you've made real estate risky by doing that. I definitely recommend that you join a local club. doesn't have to be ours, but one of the local real estate investor clubs and learn the best practices and exactly how to do it. Um, you need to do it right from the beginning. If you don't, it is very difficult to go back to a tenant and try to get them to sign a new lease because you goofed up the first one, if that makes sense. So you got to do it right up front. So please, Chelsea, uh, reach out to the judge and join a local real estate investor group. Learn this material so you do it right the first time. All right, phone lines are open 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com, Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. This is an anonymous email from a wholesaler. <laughs> and he's wondering why I say I don't like wholesalers. You have to listen to the whole presentation. I say I don't like wholesalers for shock value. But you've also got to understand I don't like doctors. I don't like dentists. I don't like realtors. I don't like anybody. Why? Because of the 80-20 rule. If you're not familiar with Pareto Rule, 80% of the results in life come from the top 20% of the people. So let's say that there's 50,000 real estate agents in Houston. Does it make sense when I say that 80% of them are useless? Only 20% of them are any good. So I hate realtors but I love realtors. I hate wholesalers, but I love wholesalers. I hate doctors. I hate dentists, but I love doctors. I love dentists. But you got to find the right ones. So, Anonymous, you're a wholesaler. I don't know you. So, you may be one of the wholesalers I love. If you're out there really struggling, working hard, finding real deals that your investors can make money off of, then I love you. But if you're like most wholesalers, putting crap out there without option periods, hard earnest money from day one, you suck. And I don't like you. <laughs> it's, it's that simple. Listen, if you're a wholesaler and you can't get your investor five-day option period, you suck. Every wholesale deal I ever did my buyers had a five-day option period. They could inspect. They could get their bid. They could make sure the deal was right because I knew my deal was right. When a wholesaler wants you to put up hard, earnest money from day one, they don't believe in their deal. They believe you're going to back out if they give you an option period. So they're in fear. They're insecure. And they use power and control. Oh, put up earnest money. And it's hard, earnest money. You won't get it back if you back out of the deal. Yeah, kiss my butt. You know, not going to do it. I want a written bid for the repairs before I ever put up hard, earnest money. 
and a lot of wholesalers won't let you do that. And then the wholesalers give you bids. They say, this house will rehab for 40 grand. Here's how you work with a wholesaler. Add 50% to whatever bid they give you for repairs, and that's the real number. So if they bid you, they say, you can rehab this house for 40,000, write 60,000 down, and find out if the deal works with 60,000 worth of repairs. If it does, move forward. If it doesn't, don't move forward. So that's why I don't like real don't like wholesalers, but I love wholesalers because I'm watching good wholesalers work. They are getting good deals. They've got an option period for their investors. I mean, I, I just don't understand why they don't do the option period. It's just an insecurity. Because if you're a competent wholesaler, you always have the next buyer lined up. If your first buyer backs out, you just go to the next one. Who cares? But if you're asking for hard, earnest money up front, you're weak. You don't know what you're doing. So I hope that helps, Anonymous. Again, I don't want you to think I, don't, I just don't like you because you're a wholesaler. I may love you if you're a good wholesaler, but you've got to be good at it, and you've got to be fair to your investors. If you're going to make five, ten thousand dollars $10,000 a pop or more, you better take care of your investors. All right, phone lines are open, 281-558-5738, 281-558-KSEV, or email me, steve at totalwealthacademy.com, steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And remember, that email is open to you 24 hours a day, not just during the radio show. So if you have a question for me and you can't email me now because you're driving or you're at work, just write down my email. When you get home, 5, 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock at night, I don't care. Email me your question. It's Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. Steve at TotalWealthAcademy.com. And by the way, you are not put on an email list. Not put on an email list. It's just an email to me. I'll reply to it. Maybe we go back and forth two or three emails, but that's all it is. I will not put you on an email list. It's just an email to me. All right, this next one comes from, I'm not sure how to say this Lu Ong forgive me if I butchered that name but this is an interesting question Lu Ong your email is very fear based you've listed almost everything that can go wrong and expressed concerns for how do you handle this stuff. I've been at this for 33 years. I've never seen a deal where all of these things go wrong. Have I had deals where some things went wrong? Yes. But what you got to understand, Luong, is that real estate is extremely forgiving. Even when I bought that 10 unit and did it wrong, 
the first year, I still ended up making money, even though I goofed it up. Real estate is the most forgiving investment that there is because you can go change it. If something goes wrong, you can go solve it. If you're a speculator in the stock market and something goes wrong at Apple, what can you do? Nothing. With your real estate, you can go fix the doggone problem. All right, I will email you back a couple of books that you should read. All right, thanks everybody for listening. Have a great weekend. Listening to the Total Wealth Academy radio show. Please remember that this show is for entertainment purposes only and should not be construed as legal, tax, or investing advice. Always get a professional opinion before making any investment decisions. To find out more about coaching and consulting at Total Wealth Academy, visit TotalWealthAcademy.com and attend one of our free sample classes on real estate investing. Thanks for listening. Have a great day.